This is Adam Cole, and you are listening to the podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. Broadcasting from Beaumont, Texas, it's the Wrestling News Source Podcast with Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. A couple of wrestling fans with a drink in hand and a lot to say. This podcast may contain adult language and may not be suitable for young listeners, so listener discretion is advised. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Ebert. And we welcome you to episode 499 of the official podcast, Ooh. WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, DRH Pro, Tyler, Tyler underscore Abear, Abear underscore Mode on Instagram, DRH underscore Pro on Instagram, uh, DRH Pro on Twitch and TikTok. Pro. Abear mode on the TikTok as well. So welcome to the show. We got lots to talk about. <laughs> we are going to be very enthusiastic about talking about AEW yes. since we were at Dynamite uh, this past week. We will not be as animated for WWE. WWE. <laughs> We're just, just calling it like it is. It's, it's just the truth. Just let you guys know. And if you are, Daniel's a little tired. We're um, we're tired. Yeah, we we out. just shouted and shouted and shouted with like worse. excitement and I mean my voice is coming back a little bit. This morning I was talking like this a little oh, bit. You know? Yeah. Like leave me alone and not talk voice. for a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I'm Hell good. yeah. Oh man, such a good time. Yeah. Sweet. What do you want to do? You want to? Get straight into it, or well, you know what? Hell no, I don't want to get straight into it. What are you talking about? What's wrong with you, boy? There, there are there for four hundred and ninety nine episodes. Yeah, there is a process to this, and you're just skipping right over it. Oh, okay, go ahead, do it. Tyler, how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm doing good, sir. All right. I'm doing good. You're about to be even better because I'm going to hand you something. Okay, this is impromptu. I wasn't, I wasn't planning on doing that, but oh. that's for you. Pokemon cards. Pokemon. Pokemon. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. This is the <laughs> Galarian versions of the original uh, legendary birds. There you go. Moltres, Zapdos, Articuno. This Boom. is some cool ass shit, dog. There you go. Ooh. You're welcome. Do you need Thank sleeves you. for them? I got uh, sleeves. No, I, I have some. All right, fine. I'm a sleeves. card guy. Whatever. I'm a card guy. I like cards. There you go, sir. Thank you. I do appreciate so, that. So, um, so let's talk about our day yesterday because we yeah. had, we had a magical, wonderful day. Yes, it was awesome. We had like a little tiny bump. Yeah. Before we got into the venue, uh, it was nothing to do with AEW. It was the venue's problem. It was the venue, yeah. A little miscommunication. It wasn't. It wasn't bad because we were in one place and they were telling people were telling. Other people, this is where a VIP and uh, meet and greet were supposed to be. We got in. They had a mix-up. They didn't get all the uh, VIP people in, and they started letting some people. They let you in. Yeah. And, you know, I gave them all my stuff. I still had my belt on, which had metal on it. So, fool. Yeah. So, they were griping at each other, and then they, it's like, no, the uh, meet and greet people go upstairs 
but they let me in and you in yeah, and scanned I was our like, tickets. Yeah, like uh, that became a problem. Yeah, real it's like, quick. We need to go get in that line, which we finally did that and we got our stuff and it wasn't. <laughs> we ended up cutting in front of all. Oh those yeah, people. we did. No one said anything. I was like, great, great, great. Yeah, uh, and that's what I've been saying all along. You know, with my experience in radio and promotions, if you just act like you're supposed to be going somewhere, not many people are going to stop you. Yeah. You just tell them, hey, man, look, I got to get here. Sorry. They told they told me to come here, so I'm here. Yeah. Which we did. We got our stuff, and we finally got in line for the meet and greet, which we have the meet and greet for Evil Uno and Colt Cabana. Yeah, we did. They also had... Um, Thunder Rosa mm-hmm. and uh, Sammy Guevara. So that was pretty cool. We were waiting in line, and dude, Sammy's line was ridiculous. There was a lot of people. Yeah, hometown hero. Yeah, a lot more than uh, Thunder Rosa's. Yeah, because he didn't he take a shot at Thunder Rosa. Oh well, yeah, yeah, he, he took did. a little dig at and her. And then Thunder Rosa almost threw a shoe at him. <laughs> so I don't know what was said or what was given to Sammy, but he was like, "Oh fuck yeah." And then Colt Cabana's like, language, language. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. But um, you want to tell them about your experience first? Nope. No? You go ahead. Okay. Well, <laughs> I was nervous. That was for sure. But uh, I just talked to him. And first thing, they saw my mask. Well, first they saw my shirt. Yeah. Because I have the shirt of Colt Cabana's where it's like, it says, I, Star of David, the Star of David symbol, and then Colt. Yeah. And he's like, nice shirt. And we started talking. You know, I was like, man, I'm excited to be here. Um, <laughs> our, this event has been postponed twice or three times, right? Yeah. So we're excited. A year and a half, basically. Yeah. And uh, he said, oh, how long has it been? And, you know, I asked you, and then you chimed in. We were talking for a while. And uh, they liked my mask. I had a Spider-Man mask on. And... Um, God, I don't know what else was said, but oh yeah, because you told him about John Silver with the the cameo <laughs> yeah. you got me. Yeah, and they asked me what my number was, and I was like, I don't have a number yet. Should have <laughs> said sixty nine. Uh, should have. <laughs> Should have said sixty nine. Should have said that. You had an opportunity. Yeah. Wasted it. Sixty nine. Um, sixty nine, dude. And I told him he's like he invited me and my son, and they you know, I didn't tell him at first that you know my son's not here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yet. So. They asked, oh, how old is your son? Well, I was like, well, he's, or, yeah, that's what they asked. And I was like, well, he'll he'll be here in, in November. So uh, they were like, oh, we got to talk to John, just, you know, <laughs> inviting people into the uh, Dark Order. It's like, we didn't even know about it. <laughs> so they signed, uh, autographed the picture, both of them together. And we took a picture, multiple pictures. Yes. I should say, because my phone was being weird. But, uh. I had a blast just and being around. You were so them. nervous too. I was. I'm always nervous around people. I was like that with Mark Henry too. Yeah. Um. I just am. Gotta, I don't. You got to be more profesh, man. Be a professional fan. I don't know. I, I need to teach my body. I just. I just you've, did it. You've met Colt Cabana like four times now. I know. I know. I know. It's the fourth time. Every, every time you get nervous, we met him. You met him in Houston. Houston. And then we met him in New Orleans. And then we met him in Pasadena. And now we've met him in Houston again. Yeah. He's come up in the world. Mm-hmm. He's your boy now. Sheboy, well. Sheboygan. <laughs> yeah, he's my boy. And what you do is the next time you meet him, you take 
you take make a collage of all the times that you've met him and gotten a picture with him, and you put them all together, so it's like one picture, but it has all four pictures, and then you have him sign that. Yeah. And then you take a picture with him holding that, and then the next time you meet him, you take all those pictures and do it again. That's awesome. And it congrat, you know, continuously built. I'm getting close. I am halfway there. Next weekend, I will be 75% of the way there. We're not we're not counting her. I'm sorry. Why not? Or your signature? It's not yeah, you don't need you don't need my signature. Yeah, you're in the picture. No. <laughs> the legendary <laughs> picture that I have with Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Sean Waltman, and Scott Norton. A chance has recently arisen for me to go and get that picture autographed by Scott Hall. It's got Norton and it has Nash. Now I just need Hall and Waltman, Mm. and my picture will be complete. And Norton's wife. No, I don't need Scott Norton's wife. Why not? She's in it. I like the picture, but I don't need her signature. (laughs) In your signature. She has a wonderful smile. She's a lovely lady. Yeah. She's in it. I don't need her autograph. Yeah. That would seem awkward. Why? She'd be like, I'm not known for wrestling. And? You're in a picture. They're wrestlers. I want the wrestlers autograph, (laughs) sir. (laughs) I'm always going to keep saying that to you. That's fine. Uh, So, uh, so yeah. Okay. So, uh, so you got to encounter uh, Evil Uno. You uh, were Mr. I'm taking pictures for everyone. Uh, Yeah. I was Mr. Cameraman. You did a good job. Thanks. I try. The, uh, the person who was in line ahead of us turned around and was like, hey, you think you could take some pictures for me? And I'm like, yeah, sure, dude. So I got you know pictures of them signing the forms, then talking to them and all that. And Then it was my turn. I took pictures and pictures, and I asked them where the Chili's was. And they said, oh, Chili's, they stopped paying us. Oh. Like, That's sad. Yeah. I guess the promotional deal ran out. Like, damn it. I know. They were enticing people over with chilies, and now they don't have that anymore, which is sad. Um, but it was really good because, uh, you know, not not everyone is aware, but a few many people are that uh, both Colt Cabana and Evil Uno are Twitch streamers. Mm-hmm. And being a Twitch streamer myself, I was like, hey, you know, it's Twitch streamer guys, all right. And so uh, they went to go and sign my my picture. And turns out I had been given two. <laughs> I was like, "Oh snap!" He was like, "He was like, what did you want on the other one?" I was like, "Oh, I honestly didn't intend to grab a second one, or I didn't, you know, I didn't mean to. If they yeah. handed me two or something, so they're all like, well, look, you know, you can have this one signed to you and one to whatever.' So I had him sign one to me and then one to my Twitch handle, and uh, so they both signed it. And that's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And then I posted a picture. Of the um, um, the selfie that I got with uh, with Colt and Evil Uno at like three thirty in the morning, <laughs> and Colt Cabana liked it. And I'm like, "What are you doing up this late?" <laughs> His DMs are open, and I almost sent him a message. I'm like, "Colt, what are you doing? Why are you liking my picture at three thirty in the morning? You should yeah. be like in bed." But uh, I did not. But so the uh, the Dynamite show took place at the Fertitta Center in Houston. Not a not a known venue for wrestling events. No, but uh, it sorry. was it was very intimate and oh my God. very packed. Yes, and I absolutely loved it. Oh man! And I said this to you, but this is like the best wrestling show I've ever been to. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, it was uh, it was really good, and. 
so we got there. We left here around 2 p.m. The doors didn't open until 5. But we were in before that. Yeah, because of the meet and greet. Yeah, we went to the merch booth, too. Yeah. Which, so they only had... They had three stations, but only one was operating yeah, at the time. Three shirts, a hoodie, yeah, Sammy Guevara toys. Autographed Sammy Guevara. Autographed, yep. Sir. Stickers pins and hats yeah i think that's it yeah All and AEW that's, merch and no that's, wrestlers yeah that's kind of how it was at the dallas show that i went to and i you know i mentioned that that the selection was more aew generic merchandise mm-hmm. and then they had a couple of things on the side there it, so. it does make sense if you think about it because all the wrestlers has merch. Yeah. And holy shit, everyone has a lot of shirts. They got a lot and of shirts. There. If you go look at uh, com or Pro Wrestling Tees, mm-hmm. they got a shitload of them. Everyone does. <laughs> it's yeah. not like they're going to carry all the shirts, you know? So right. I don't know what their thought process is going into the future about merchandise, like selling it at live shows. I would like for them to have one or two, you know, like what's the popular like? Oh, yeah. we got we got a John Moxley shirt. Oh, we got Sting, we got Darby Allen. You know, like, like who's gonna be at our show? Yes. Okay, we're gonna have Kenny Omega. We're gonna have Jungle Boy. We're gonna have you know Young Bucks, Young Bucks, and Sting. Sting, yeah. Like similar to how they do the meet and greet. It's like you don't get to meet everyone. They have they have like four people in the meet and greets. Mm-hmm. So take four people, bring a bunch of their shirts. And sell those, you know, yeah. like, hey, we have a selection here today. If uh, what you're looking for is not out, not available, go to ProWrestlingTees.com. You can order it there, and that way the next time we come around, you'll be well prepared. Which I got I got the shirt, the Texas AEW shirt. Yes. Uh, I got a hat. We got yes. the same hat. As did I. And the same pin. Yes. Uh, money, money, money. Yes. The one thing that they didn't have that you got in Dallas was... The AEW banner flag. That's right. Got to show support. Which I'm a little jealous. So I'm going to try to look online and see if they have that. Yeah. I would like to get that. Because you said they had the AEW flag, but it was like Texas colors. Uh, it was like, like the Americana. Uh, yeah. Which I don't want that. I just want the plain black with you know the regular coloring letters for AEW. Yeah. You're in luck. They do have one. Well, you? Yeah. Forty dollars though. I didn't pay that much. How much did you pay? I think it was like twenty. Uh, but um, also there's one uh, cashier, and their systems were <laughs> being weird, so it was taking a while. They only had, but that that's not. A, I don't think that's AEW's fault. No, it wasn't their fault. But I'm just saying that situation was it sucked. Yeah. Because we were we were in a rush. Like, come on, you know, the doors about to open for everyone to come in. We gotta go, dude. Get, go use the restroom. Get some food. And get to our seats. Yeah, that's a lot and, smaller than this one. Um, but man, I enjoyed it. It was awesome. And like you said, that it looks like we're further back, like on TV, but we yeah. were pretty close. Yeah, we had fourth row on the uh, on the floor, and I went back and was looking and looking and looking for us, and you just cannot see us. And then I finally found out where we were, and I'm like, God, we look so far away. If they come back in the future. And have some money. I would really like hard camera first row. Yeah, I really would. Just because yeah. I've never been on the first row, like mm-hmm. of like 
a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a live show. Yeah. This one time, I just want to try that. Just one time, spend that little extra cash. Like instead of going to WrestleMania next year, if they come to, if AEW comes to Houston again, we'll just use the money that we would have spent for WrestleMania on that. How about that? I would definitely like to do that. All right. We can plan on doing that then. Um, so yeah, man, the doors opened. We did our Facebook Live on WrestlingNewsForce.com. Shout out to Ben for letting us uh, get away with that. Yeah. Asking about Chuck E. Cheese as well. <laughs> uh, then uh, the dark matches began. Or yeah. they had some dark elevation matches. I, I was say. confused by that because I will say this. They used some of Booker T's guys. They did. And there was this tag team that Booker T at Booker T's they used um in that first hour for elevation. Yeah. And then later on after Dynamite, Elevation was back again, they used those same guys. So was that part of the same episode? It can't be. I don't think so. That's that was weird unless they they taped two elevations. Well, it was probably like two halves. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Like, hey, they're going to start this match and they're going to come out and be like, hey, we want we want another opponent. We're better than this. <laughs> and then they go out and lose again. So, my question is, like, they have all these people that they used for Dynamite and Elevation. Like, uh-huh. some of the stars that we didn't see, like, was Miro there? You know what I mean? No. Like, it's so crazy. Like, you had the Dark Order guys. They came out for Elevation, but that's the only time they used, like, John Silver or Alex Reynolds. And Yeah. That's... And that was just for storyline purposes. Yeah. Like, they I didn't even a, compete. The same for Andrade. Yeah. Um, cause he only came out for that elevation match. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like Taz, he was there, you know, but he was on dynamite. It was, it was Hobbs really there in the back beating up. Probably not. They probably take that in advance. That's the same for like, I wonder if, um, um, like Hager, I wonder if Hager was there because you had so. all the inner circle except for Hager there. Yeah. Yeah, I would think that if you don't see them, they're probably not there. That's crazy. That's probably, like, a cool thing. Like, I wonder how their contracts are. Like, they get paid every week or, like, it's by appearances like WWE does. I don't know. I don't know. But that's still, like, cool because WWE's like, we want the whole fucking roster there. Yeah. Like, we're not using we you. We don't care but if you're, you're using stay you or there. not. We you're just want to make sure back. that you're here. Like, that's cool. Yeah. So, we got to see a few, uh, a few dark matches. Get the crowd... Woken up a little bit Anything, as everyone started finding their seats. Like the first match that we seen was Booker T's guys versus Proud and Powerful. Yeah. Uh, people were pumped for Santana and Ortiz. Man. They were. Oh. Um, crap. I forgot what I was going to say. What's wrong? Oh, nothing. nothing's wrong. I was just going to go into it. But, um, you know, they had the... Oh, I now remember. So... When I went to the show in Dallas, Justin Roberts was there. He was not here this time. And it could definitely you could definitely tell that like something was lacking mm-hmm. in the crowd. Like this is not this is not a bash on Dasha. She did a wonderful job as commentator, or, you know, as ring announcer and all that. But when Justin Roberts was there, when they're in commercial, he lets you know, hey, we're gonna be back in thirty seconds. Like Dasha did it a couple of times, but there was like one or two times where they came back from break and no one knew. And so then they're kind of like, 
you know, hey, make some noise, like hand gestures. Yeah, definitely. And, and so like, people were like, are we that. back? Where, where, where are we? Every time at the Dallas show, when they were coming back from commercial, Justin Roberts would give us a five, four, three. You know, and we're back in five, four, three, crowd, two, one, yeah! Even if it was just to go to a backstage segment. Yeah, well, she. I, I wonder where he was. I don't know. Might have been sick. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely you could tell a difference between how they do certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will give her credit. She did a, she did a fine job as, a, as an announcer. Um, so, like I said, we got to see a few dark matches. Then they uh, changed the ring apron and some of the decor in the arena. And then it was showtime, Well, man. before that, before showtime, uh, I guess it's between Dark and uh, Dynamite. Tony Khan came out, mm-hmm. which, man, that was the first time of the night. Cause he came out twice. And, dude, I was so pumped for it. Because you said <laughs> he came out in the Dallas show, too. But, like... Yeah. Man, just to show the crowd, like, you know, he's, he's so there. appreciative of everyone, and we got a good show, and he bragged. He really did. And in my head, I was like, okay, you got to say that, Tony, because he was like, you know, I think this is one of the best Dynamites that we're going to really, ha- you know, mm-hmm. have and stuff. It was a stack card. I'm like, you, you have to say that, you know? But it really was that great of a show. Yeah. Um, but it was cool that he was a part of it, and he was there. Like I said, we saw him twice before Dynamite and then after Dynamite. Yeah. So awesome. And something else that happened uh, before Dynamite went on the air: Sammy Guevara. Yes. Proposing to his girlfriend. Yes. Congratulations to them. So they must have changed that. Yeah, that's that was awesome, and it was really cool. She was nervous. Yeah, they probably uh, bumped that for time because it was originally planned to be. She announced on, it for uh, Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah, but it worked out. Because their match and like I guess they had that promo before. Um, I forgot his name. Sean Spears. Sean Spears. <laughs> Ty Dillinger. Sean Spears. You know, even mocked him and stuff like that. So it all played into it. You know, yeah. and it, it was good. Yeah. I guess they were like, "Look, we're probably going to be pressed for time. Can we do it before the show, and we'll clip it up a little bit?" So I mean, it ended up working out. Um, it was th- a it was a feel good moment during. Elevation. There's a guy. I think that's when this happened. But a guy pa- passed out. Uh, Spanish God uh, section. Yeah. Flyers or pieces of paper, mm-hmm. which we took. I still have mine. I've got mine right here. A little souvenir. Yeah. Um, it was pretty cool. It was like forty went so fast. Woo! Spanish God section. So, but we ended up not even getting on TV because of that. He tried though. Yeah. I give him credit for that. So. They changed the uh, changed the apron, changed the decor, the lighting. Jr. comes out, big reaction. Tony Schiavone, man, I love he Tony is beloved Schiavone. by the crowd, and he worked too. Yeah, he went in back and, and forth between out. commentary and backstage so many times on this episode. Eddie did that too, so during dark, but not as much as Tony. But Tony is just yeah, so freaking cool. Now it's time for the uh, the nitty gritty of it. Dynamite starts. Pyro kicks on. Yes. John Moxley's music kicks off. We're like, oh. oh. So what they say? Why he was coming out for? He was supposed to come out and uh, make an address, just some kind of promo or something. It was probably that thing he cut backstage. Yeah. And so, uh, so we're like, oh, awesome. We're gonna get to see Moxley and Kingston. Um, Moxley and Kingston. They came out very close to where we were. 
Then they were attacked by 2.0. And uh, what was it? Daniel Garcia? Daniel Garcia, which we saw him on Elevation. He yeah. won his match against Matt Seidel. He did. Because they're pushing that guy. To the moon, sir. Oh, yeah. To the moon. Uh, <laughs> it's not a knock on him. I told I told Daniel this because it's a funny joke, and I think it's kind of true. His form, his body, Daniel Garcia, looks like uh, Butthead's form. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it does. I'm, like, uh, pretty tall. So they attacked him, and then they went to the ring, called out Sting and Darby, which, dude, that was a big statement. Yeah. That was a big statement. And I told you later on in the night, I was like – Dude, just think about this. This was okay, and I I watched NXT sometimes, but I never like really remember ever rise yeah. wrestling. Um, I know they had this like internet show and I thought it was kind of annoying. <laughs> um maybe I didn't give it a chance, but uh but they came out Oh no no. Okay, so I thought it was a big statement because they got signed too. Yeah. I did not notice you told me that, but yeah. it's a big statement, like this is like the third or fourth week. That they've been featured on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. And usually it's a rotation of people like going in and out. Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are on every week. And now Sting and Darby are not always on. Right. They cut promos. But like 2.0 has been on for three weeks straight or four weeks straight, whatever. And I thought that was highly impressive. I know they're getting their butts kicked and stuff. Like 2.0 at least. Yeah. Daniel Garcia has been winning elevation matches. But good for them, man. Yeah. Like, really, like, being part of the storyline. And I don't know if this is, like, them taking a chance, like, AEW taking a chance on them. Like, you know what, WWE, this is what you're missing. You didn't even give these guys a shot. And look at this. We just put them on here. (laughs) And they're doing really good against freaking Sting and Darby. Yeah. So I was very impressed with that. But that match was freaking crazy. So Sting then came out. And Darby, like we, dude, I got goosebumps when they came out. Yeah, and I it, got goosebumps a lot during that match. What's crazy is that Sting is sixty-two years old <laughs> and still giving, still giving us grown man goosebumps. Motherfucker went through a table and, and got up. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, which man, they went through the crowd. They were fighting and stuff. Darby went on the side rail and jumped. On mm-hmm. 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. The one thing I found, and I know it had to freaking hurt. It was it was impressive, but it had to hurt. 2.0 did a suplex to uh, Darby Allen on his skateboard on the opposite side, yeah. not the board where the wheels, the wheels were sticking yeah. up. And I was like, holy shit, that's nuts. <laughs> but I loved, man, I before Sting got up, from that table, I was like, holy shit, is 2.0 going to get the win? Yeah. Because he didn't, he got up. I was like, nope. <laughs> and what's funny is, like, I went back and rewatched uh, Dynamite. Yeah. And their facial expressions were amazing. Because you can read, he goes, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we done messed up, AA Ron. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the crowd was so electric. Mm-hmm. And, and, I told, and I told you this, uh, you know, after the show. It was like, I don't know if it was because we were so close to the ring, so we were getting the audio from all directions, but man, that crowd was like insanely loud. Yes. Like, I got home, and the TV was off, and then my ears were ringing, and like, I didn't realize that until we had gotten home. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, like, what what a crowd 
to be that loud, you know? Because they, the crowd did a great job. There was only one time that they did a bad job, and it was during elevation, the, the other part of elevation, because they had some stupid ass chants going for uh, Max Caster, yeah, and basically saying AEW's wrong for it, yeah. Um, but they finally shut shut up. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. You never know what kind of crowd you're going to get. Um, but we were very fortunate that, oh my gosh, that the crowd that we had, I even the, even the fans around us were yeah. behaved and this and is very that. a Markish thing to say because I'm you a Mark, such a Mark, but I feel like AEW doesn't have the toxic fans. I oh, guess it, it sure. could be, it could be depending on which town you go to and depending on how much alcohol people have yeah that's true like but you Jesus's know his girlfriend huh like Jesus's girlfriend yeah there's a guy dressed up as Jesus he was AEW champ and uh he had the belt and his girlfriend was hammered yeah badly but I'm not talking about that I'm like our situation like we went to I forgot the events but you know where we y'all almost got in a fight because yeah. of the, some that of the fans. That was raw 20th anniversary. Yeah. You know, and like people just bored of certain things and chanting like beer guy or I want beer. Give me a hot dog and stuff like that. You don't, you don't have that. And like I'll jump a little forward, but like I was a little tired, but I was not completely bored with Thunder Rosa versus um, yeah. Penelope Ford because they did a good job. Well, let's be fair. They put on Thunder Rosa and Penelope Ford after Jurassic Express and Young Bucks for the tag team titles. And that yeah. match was amazing. Yeah. But even with in that situation, no one was chanting stupid shit. Yeah. Like even like the match on elevation where people weren't cheering as much, like uh, Anthony Bowens and Dante Martin, mm-hmm. like they got they popped when he was doing his moves, but no one was shouting stupid shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like and and this could change in the future. People, you know, the product could change, which I hope not. And people could <laughs> s- start that shit. But with WWE, there's a lot of stuff going on. And I, we've been part of multiple crowds mm-hmm. where people just started just chanting stupid shit. Like, because they're bored. Yeah. Yeah, there was definitely no boredom here. Oh, my God. The only, like, the only reason the crowd was quiet is because we were, like, all exhausted. Yeah, so it was this freaking cool, man. I don't even know where we were, we were at. Uh, like talking wise, Sting and Darby Allen. Sting and Darby Allen. So they Which, battled through the crowd into the into the area. You got some chance going. Area. You still got it. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was just it that was nice. had to give him like a feeling of like proudness. You know what I mean? Because what you say, sixty two. Yeah, and like you still got it, dude. You know what I mean? It's got to be one of those. I made the right decision coming back. Yeah, you know. I hope that, and this may not be the case, he may be doing his own thing, but I hope uh, with Sting, DDP's helping him get some yoga in. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, yeah. so, that saved Jericho's career. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's there's quite a few of them that have. Um, but, God, this the crowd was just so electric. Like, I don't even care if the, if the match was technically sound. Because, I mean, let's be honest, it was a spot fest. It was oh, a, God, it was yeah. A, it was a tag team turmoil, tornado match, whatever, you know. So they weren't exactly going for, like, technical superiority. I wonder if there was people online and people watching, like, on TV and stuff like that that 
because people will get pissed off about the the tag matches where they don't get counted out or people are in the ring for too long yeah. and stuff. I be honest with you, I never gripe about that. Yeah. Ever like cuz I enjoyed a lot of the indie styles. So it doesn't really bother me that oh this person's in here for too long and they're, there, getting, they're getting their moves in and there stuff. There are some times where I'm like okay, like ref needs to get in get in control of this. But more often than not, I'm like if it's in the if it's in the moment and the crowd's reacting positively towards it, I'm not going to complain too much. Yeah. But the crowd was red hot. Oh, my like, God. Hell, yeah. For probably 90% of the night. Um, like I said, they were... Everyone was worn out during the Thunder Rosa match. <laughs> like, I could have probably yeah. fallen asleep. Yeah. And that's not to take anything away from Thunder Rosa because, you know, they they had a couple of miscommunications in the match, but the match itself was fine for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she came out, they had... There was a big pop for her. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So... It's not like the crowd did not like Thunder Rosa. They loved her, but they were just worn out. It, <laughs> it got like, to a point where like my I could still start I could start feeling it in my voice. Mm-hmm. But even at the end I was like, Man, I gotta belt this out for Jericho. You can only go, <laughs> Oh, so many times yeah. before you're just like, Oh god. I heard some of the videos, man, I had my high high pitch oh ah, going on. Yeah. I'm like, Whatever, that's what I do. Yeah. And so uh man, this whole the whole night like top to bottom, this was one of the best dynamites. <laughs> Not just because we were there, dude. I was so excited about a lot of things. I know there's one point I was shaking your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Sting and Darby Allen got the win as they should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we saw Sammy Guevara versus Sean Spears, which oh. you know, surprisingly, like in the past, those matches have been all right. Yeah. But I don't know if it's because we were there in some of the spots they've done, but like, it was a great match. It was a lot of people are saying this is one of, uh, Sammy Guevara's best matches on AEW. One of Sean Spears greatest matches. Yeah. Um, sickening spots on there as well. Mm -hmm. The, um, fireman's carry onto the, um, railing. Yeah. That was pretty painful looking. Um, Sean Spears got busted open at one point. Um, he tried to go after uh, the fiance, yeah, of um, Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. That didn't work out. Like I want to know what that rail was made out of that he got power bombed through. Probably like an aluminum. I mean that fire fireman's carry into that, but yeah. that was still pretty cool though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it was definitely a good spot, and uh, I'm always. <laughs> in the moment like things go by so fast so like usually when you hear something with a good hit it's a hit plus a a slap on the leg like when he did yeah. that super kick to sean spears i wasn't like focused on like the slap i was like oh because that was a good <laughs> kick but once i watched that video right before he put him in uh through that rail yeah i mean i watched that video multiple multi- times so i analyzed it. i was like oh there's that slap but i don't care i don't care it was a, it was a good pop <laughs> And I liked it. So, if slap it's a if it's a good looking move, uh, a hit plus a slap, and it sounded great, I'm all cool with it. Yeah, you know, it's just part of the the illusion. As long as it works, right? It works, and it did. And Sammy, we're his hometown, over as fuck. And I don't know how it is in other towns, but dude, just think about it. You have future stars here. Sammy Guevara, mm-hmm. MJF, mm-hmm. Ricky Starks, yep. 
Darby Allen. Yep. Um, Adam Page. Adam Page. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. Like these are young people, and I'm like we just found out Orange. Well, Orange Cassidy was his Arya star, but he's 37. Yeah. But the, all those other guys are in 20s, uh, mid 20s, early 20s, and late 20s. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like they're building for future. And I'll say this. Sorry, I know I'm jumping the gun, but Ricky Starks came out. Yeah. Because Taz first came out with Hook, and then Ricky Starks came out. Dude, he the dude dressed like The Rock. Mm-hmm. He his get up was just like The Rock. They're gonna with be the shirt, the shirt and the glasses. Watch in the next two or three years, he's gonna be like, hold on, they're all chanting my name, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. Yeah, he's gonna come out and call himself the Rick one day. The Rick. People are gonna like lose their mind. Dude, he he is a freaking star. Like, this company does good at utilizing their legends, uh, capitalizing with the the now stars, and starting to build with the future stars. Like, yeah, they still have more people to try to build, you know, and they're doing that. Yeah. But, in my opinion, AEW does more good than they've done bad. Absolutely. And they've done bad things. Trust me. Every once in a while, yeah. They yeah, have they'll a, they have do a something that, that doesn't play, and they'll cut it off. But for us to be so critical of Sting coming back, oh, my God, why are they bringing Sting? You know, he shouldn't be wrestling. He shouldn't be doing this. When he came out, that crowd freaking lost their minds, you know? He uh, wrestled, and it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't a technical wrestling match, so they were able to hide some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. But he was a special attraction. Yeah. That's something that people wanted to see. The guy sitting behind us, diehard Sting fan. You know, he was an older gentleman, and he was like, there he is. Oh, my God, it's Sting, <laughs> you know. That's so cool. That's so cool, man. And I think that's what they're going to do with their legends. Like, Paul White's about to have a wrestling match. Yeah. I don't know how yeah, well it's going to go, but, you know, they're mm-hmm. going to do their thing, and, like, Paul White's going to maybe get one, two matches every now and then. You know what I mean? And I think they're probably going to do that with Mark Henry eventually, too, because I listened to one of, uh, I don't know which, I think it was Unrestricted one time when Mark was on there, and he was talking to Tony and um, Aubrey uh, about, like, when Sting had his last match. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, you look good. You look really good. It gives me hope. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And stuff. So I was like, man. So I think they're going to do that. They're going to give them a chance. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to wrestle, you know, week after week after week. No. But um, I don't know where I'm going. AEW has a way of doing things with their legends that WWE, WWE just not. like butchers. Yeah, you know they treat their legends like dirt. They throw them out there to go and champion. Like Sting's not competing for a title, you know. He's out there being a special attraction, far, far away from the title. Yeah. Now if they were like, okay, Sting, we want you to go for the title, then I'm kind of like, no, 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 no. Yeah, but it's like he doesn't need to do his part, and he's doing his part very well. Like he works really good as the mentor. Mm-hmm. And partner for Darby, yeah, and it it's just so good, and I I want to keep this up, like I want them to be together for a while, yeah, and I think that's the plan. So, and then like after they won the match, well, the crowd was just freaking nuts for yeah. both of them, dude. Yeah, I mean you have a guy, you have a guy 
who is an icon in the professional wrestling world mm -hmm. in Sting. So to put Darby Allen next to him, who also does the war paint, you know, I mean, it's it, it it's a perfect combination. Mm -hmm. So that when Sting finally decides to step down, he can hand the bat, metaphorically speaking or literally speaking, to Darby Allen. Say you are taking the helm. And you're not you're not going to be Sting. You're not the new Sting. You're not Sting. You're not Stang. And you're not stung. You're not stung. <laughs> you're Darby Allen. Yes. And the crowd are going to eat that up. Yeah. So I love it. Like that promo he cut about like the best in the world. Yeah. And like Sting didn't do nothing. He was just standing there like with like this look on his face and Darby was talking. I was like, it works out with both of what they're doing. Sting's not doing a damn thing, but mm -hmm. the way he looks looks great his presence alone yes and sometimes that's all you need like when they're in the rafters or not you know the top yeah. part of the arena they're sitting up there like that works for them like that's so badass mm -hmm. it works mm -hmm. um we heard from dan lambert <laughs> who is uh from american top team he cut a great promo yeah and um he had some backup as well junior dos santos and andre arlosky from the ufc was that like, was a pretty. That was a nice surprise. Because I didn't know what where they're going. And I was like, "Dude, if Archer's coming out, they're gonna kill Archer." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Archer did come out, but he was uh, he was attacked by Ethan Page and Scorpius. I was guy. like, "Good, good. That makes more sense." Yeah, <laughs> it was an odd way to start the feud, but hey, you know, yeah, whatever works. And uh, and Dan seemed impressed. Um, after that, we got to see Young Bucks going up against Jurassic Express crowd uh, was nuts for this match too yeah to me it was a slow start because yeah. we were trying to sit down and everyone else in front of us were standing up but some of us some of the people around us were sitting down so it was like we can't see shit yeah i can see a little bit so it's taking me out of this match so and was there like, was a guy in front of me and i know it's genetics there's nothing <laughs> you can do about it but the dude in front of me was like six seven and he seemed completely uninterested think of it if Get a mental picture of of Lance Storm. Now make him six foot seven. That's what I had. Like he was looking around, no expressions on his face. Like him and his child that has a beer. Yeah. Like <laughs> who? Like I don't. They weren't even in the right seat seating section. Dude, most most of this not most. There's there's a few people that were like not in the right section. Some yeah. people would leave, and then people would take their spots. Like what? Yeah stop it was it was weird but we finally stood up for that match and we got into it and it was great yeah like what was that thing i was talking about where they flipped jungle boy and he did this weird like rotation in the air into like a ddt or something i don't know man yeah i got goosebumps after that and i'm like what the fuck's going on this <laughs> shit is so cool yeah and like you thought jungle express uh was gonna win i'll teach you to think yeah, they did a lot of good hope spots. Made junk, uh, Jurassic Express. Yeah, I'm sorry. They made uh, Jurassic, Jurassic Express look like a million bucks. Oh my god, hell yeah, dude! Um, and then like I knew something was odd because at the beginning of the match you see Young Bucks, uh, Good Brothers, Brandon Cutler, Nakazawa, uh, Don and Callis. Don Callis. But Don Callis was carrying the AEW World Championship. Yeah, I was like, why? And wow. no Kenny Omega, but we found out why. I mean, later on Kenny Omega came out because <laughs> at first Marco's stunt 
went to the ropes and was trying to get their attention. I was like, the motherfucker's about to get super kicked. <laughs> that's what I thought. But no, Kenny Omega came and like hit him with a chair. And that's when everything went fucking nuts, dude. Because mm-hmm. they're beating down uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt. And then Christian came out and they beat him down too. Yeah. Uh, and I was telling your friend Courtney that cause I know she's into Christian and stuff. I was like, I love Christian too, but. <laughs> it was so satisfying and it was so awesome to see Kenny Omega do the one winged angel to yeah. uh Christian. Mm-hmm. So they let them all they left them laying down, man. Mm-hmm. No one was standing. The elite stood tall that night. They did. Like Don Callis. Jerks I, that they are. I like that promo that Christian did cut earlier. He called him a he said the same thing, but he did call him a carny piece of shit. I was Still like, Yay! Carny, carny, Still piece, a carny of shit. piece of shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, he is. But man, this whole this whole show, like top to bottom, was was great. Um, yes, we're marks. Oh fuck it. yeah, fuck <laughs> yes. But uh, Young Bucks ended up getting the win, and then the Elite just completely beat down everyone trying to make a difference. We'll just watch being the Elite for the next episode and see if uh, Carl Anderson like said some perverted stuff he into. So like, relaxed. Yeah. Oh, I just nut it before it came out here. <laughs> like he likes to like make jack off jokes mm-hmm. constantly that one killed me of the last episode where they're in the middle of the ring and live on tnt and he said because cutler has the phone so he yeah. films for bte yeah and he goes i just i just called to come <laughs> and i just said it live on tnt and the tnt cameras did not pick that shit up but i'm like Thank oh god. my fucking god he just got away with saying that shit like they're constantly doing jack off jokes on bte yeah. Gonna get caught one of these days. I don't know. <laughs> um, what do you think about Paul White coming out saying, "Hey, I've got a match at All Out." Well, we I felt like QT this was Marshall. coming. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, and I still pop for Paul White. Like, His I was big, like wrestling this, this day. Like, why would you pop for Paul White? But this this company has given him new life, just like mm-hmm. Sting, just like a lot of other people, and. So we are definitely going to see QT Marshall and him, uh, Paul White. I want to say Big Show so badly. Um, <laughs> at uh, no, uh, he's no only way been out. known like as that for like the past. Or, what was what's favorite year? All out. Yeah, I said no way out. All out. Um, but All they made the, the joke down. about you know. Well, QT was like you know, oh I have your uh, X-ray scans about your hip and stuff, and here's a picture of your leg or your ass or whatever. And he goes, look at that booty. Yeah, what do you say? What did Paul White say about his ass? My big, beautiful ass. So, I bet, like, guys like him, Jericho, and other people are like, dude, we can curse on TV again. Right. <laughs> um, Within reason, but yeah. Yeah, for a reason, yeah. Uh, but I I still enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, like, amazing, but, like, it was enjoyable. And what is wrestling today, you know? <laughs> That With all the stuff going on, like, oh, I'm enjoying this Paul White um, thing going on right now. Yeah. Like, what? That's the that's what's mind-blowing to me is because how if, all the companies are all working together right now. Yes. If you had Big Show come out in WWE and do something like, oh, god damn it, Big Show's out here. <laughs> Who's he going to turn on now? Yeah. Same thing with Kane. If they brought him back and do something like, it's oh, cool. We haven't seen Kane in a while. But, like, really, Kane? Um, but... I did. I did notice something that Paul White was doing. He was relying heavily on his right leg, 
because they did talk about how he had the procedure on his left hip and you know that so he was kind of walking with a bit of a limp why does he want to wrestle i don't think it's going to be a long match i think it's going to be like a ko punch choke slam short match yeah make it good for what his style can be yeah um i don't think it's going to be catch as catch can type of (laughs) wrestling style um, I hope it's good for what it is. You know what I mean? I hope it's not like, eh, that was all right. Yeah. In which that, it could be that. QT, like the the match will probably start. QT's probably going to dance around the ring a little bit, keep his distance. Big Show's going to like try and hunt him down. And then as he gets close, QT, Show. I did. Um, as, Q, as he gets closer, QT will like try and kick him in the hip or something. You know, he might land one or two, ow, ow. And then like on the third one, he catches him, you know, Palm, palm strike to the chest. If he kicks him in the hit or area or leg, I have a feeling if he's stepping in the ring, he'll be okay. I don't think he would. I don't think he would take the match if. uh, if Oh God, dude! You know, I just thought. I don't think they would. Like, if they do get Ric Flair, please. I hope Ric Flair does not try to convince him to wrestle or take a bump. So, did you see that uh, Ric Flair was trending on Twitter for about twenty four hours? Why? Because the woos? <laughs> no, not the woos. More like the choo-choos. <laughs> so, there's a picture circulating on Twitter right now that some speculate is Ric Flair. He has disputed it, uh-huh. but it's kind of hard to tell because it's a picture taken from the back, from behind this person who the people speculate is Ric Flair. On a train, as the person is performing a sexual act on a female, <laughs> is blowing up Twitter right now. Does it look like an old person, like an older guy? It's hair slicked back. <laughs> and you guys show me this picture after this. Oh, God. I don't know if you want to see that. I don't know if I want to either. But you're Woo, going to. Yeah, you, honey. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but he made a joke because, like, the picture was taken on a train. He was like, I don't ride trains. I don't ride trains. Something like that. Limousines. <laughs> Limousines. That's right. Did Limousine you ride a train when you got broke? He said, uh, oh, where was it? He said, this picture, he posted a, <laughs> posted a picture of his face photoshopped over, I guess, Goofy. And he said, this picture is as real as that other one floating around. The Nature Boy doesn't ride trains. Woo, woo. (laughs) Especially don't go down on women on trains. Only limousines. Yeah. So uh, that's that's something that's going on. I did not know that. I did not know that. Yeah. It's. uh, Well, if AEW does pick him up, strictly a manager role. (laughs) Yes. Although he said he's wanted to get into the ring. But no, I wouldn't risk it. Yeah, I would not risk it. Just like if, if Tony's thinking about, <laughs> I mean, it could be. It could be. Do what you gotta do, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make someone her, just pick in there. Or they had cry. a camera in there. I guess they were like walking out of the train or something. They and get just up and like to look and like wipe his mouth off and go woo. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. Don't, I'm done. <laughs> don't do that. No. I'm sorry. I'm so, sorry. so after that match, after Paul White uh, announced that he's he's got a match with QT Marshall, yeah. Um, there was a segment backstage that we did not get to hear, 
But um, basically what happened is the elite were being interviewed by I figured uh, it out. Tony yeah. Schiavone. Uh, they were bragging as usual, but Tony informed them that Tony Khan has booked a tag team title eliminator match with a bunch of teams, and the winners will challenge the Young Bucks for the tag team titles at All Out in a steel cage. So something What was the Rampage to. match that they got? Hmm? I thought it was... I thought it was Rampage. So there's going to be... I thought they were going to be on Rampage. Oh, I don't know. They might be. Let me... Let me... Let me look that up. You talk for a little bit. So it's like... It's Private Party, Jurassic Express, Lucha Bros, and one other tag team that escapes my mind at the moment. So it's going to be four teams. I guess there's going to be one on Rampage this week. And then the others will be on Dynamite, I'm guessing. And then the finale to determine who will go on will be at okay, Rampage the next week. With, so I don't know. Okay, on Rampage, first dance, private party with Matt Hardy versus Jurassic Express World Tag Team Championship Eliminator Tournament fi- semifinal. Yeah. Because I think there's only four teams, so that would be the semifinals. Dude, I was into private party's theme. Yeah. Doing that oh dance. Oh my god, is that private party? With the shots, 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 shots. I'm telling you what, shots, they're not shots, green anymore. Shots. Uh uh. Well, yeah, I mean you got Matt Hardy as your mentor. There you grow up real quick. Oh yeah. You gonna learn today, sir. Um let's see, Taz and Hook, who got called Justin Bieber by the crowd. Oh, yeah, so before they went on air, he goes, he would beat Justin Bieber's ass. They were on the air, sir. Really? It bled over. I went and listened to it, yeah. That's awesome. Because you can hear the fans chanting Justin Bieber while they're having that backstage segment. Yeah. And all of a sudden you hear Taz, yeah, my son could kick it. <laughs> That's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, I wonder when they're going to let Hook wrestle. I don't know. Thunder Rosa defeated Penelope Ford. Like I said, it, it wasn't a bad match, but, you know, the crowd was just dead tired. Main event. Oh, my God. So, you know, fans were kind of new to expect to maybe sing the theme song. I was expecting they'd have some kind of visual or audio cue. I'm glad they, they, they did. Well, if you go off of the fireworks and the Titantron mm-hmm. or whatever, you can kind of time it. Maybe. Usually. Maybe. You should. Maybe. But I don't know. Someone was doing like a little countdown, like, or dun dun behind us. They were doing like. I think they were kind of like singing it in their head. Dun 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 dun. So that was helping out for me at least. Um, but yeah, dude, the crowd got off to a little rocky start. Yeah. There was no like three, two, one. You but, are beautiful. Yeah. I think we did a good job though. I mean, yeah. and dude, it was so like awesome. And like Chris Jericho, the look on his face, man, he, it was like so cool. Like I'm so happy to be part of this crowd and yeah. this unique experience. Cause if you think about it, like, cause I was bummed how <laughs> yeah. we didn't get the, the, the music. traditional entrance. Yeah. But I was like, Oh, I don't thinking get about it now. Like what we experienced, I read it this way. 
Yeah. But also, we got a unique experience. It's just like the first time they did that, like mm-hmm. on the Jericho cruise. I bet that was a unique experience because yeah. that was the first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got our unique experience that no one else will experience. Mm-hmm. Cool. And yeah. And what what is cool about it? Like you said, you know, we were bummed at first. Oh, we're not going to get to sing the theme song. But now we got to do it better because we got to be part of history. And Jericho even mentioned, I think, on his Twitter or Instagram, he was like, this is a career highlight for me. Like, Really? He was like, this is one of the top moments in my career. Oh, like, that's so cool, dude. I'm walking out to fans singing my song, and there's no music playing, but they're singing anyway. Like, that's an awesome moment. That makes my heart happy, man. Like, it made my heart happy just seeing him, like, his expression. I'm like, I just want to say, I love you, Jericho. You're the man, dude. And here's, here's a little tidbit that here's one thing that makes Jericho really good at what he does. When he came out, Dasha was in the process of starting to make the introductions. If you go back and watch when he, when he enters, he does, he moves, he, he moves his hand across his, his throat to like, no, 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 cut it, cut it. Let, let them sing. Don't interrupt. Yes. Because so I heard that she goes, uh, and she said something and stopped. She goes, and his opponent, and he's, don't want to interrupt. Yes, yeah. don't interrupt. Let it go. And man, did we let it go! <laughs> like it was an experience like no other. And you know, it was so cool, dude. Like I said, the fans came out, kind of knowing to ex- what to expect. But no one was there to like lead it. Yeah. And it just happened. And it was organic. And it was amazing. You know? Like I even joked, I was like, Oh, I bet Sammy's gonna come out with the with the poster board or something like he used to and he'd be like, Okay, here are the lyrics, guys. Let's let's sing it. We're you know, we can't play the music, but we sure can make Someone it. Someone had the poster board. Yeah. Some fans decided yeah. to do that. And I thought about doing that I as well. I had my phone. Yeah. And uh and so I was like you know the the fact that it, it happened so organically, it just makes it so much more special. And the match itself was great. They told an easily, easily, an easy to tell story. I want to say this before. Okay, we get into it. Okay. Name someone who's had a better career than Jericho. It's really hard to, because I would say he had a better career than Rock. Yeah. And Stone well, certainly, Cold. as far as longevity, absolutely. Stone Cold. I mean, there's moments where it kind of tops Jericho on certain things, mm-hmm. but like he's re- reinvented himself yeah. and done this. Like one could probably say Ric Flair. Yeah, I would. I would say continue with Ric Flair. I yeah. wouldn't throw like, and it's hard for me to say Stone Cold Rock. I love them, but Ric it's, Flair wouldn't. It's hard to. It's hard to compare Stone Cold to Ric. Fl- uh, to not Ric Flair to Chris Jericho because Stone Cold Steve Austin's run was only like six years. And that's the crazy thing when you go really back and think about it. Don't realize that. Yeah. Like he was he was like ninety six to like two thousand and one. Wow. Did not realize that. Or maybe a little bit longer. When was WrestleMania seventeen? Or let's see, WrestleMania twenty was two thousand four, right? WrestleMania twenty. WrestleMania 20 was 2004, and he was already retired by then because he was a special referee in the um, uh, Brock Lesnar-Goldberg match. Uh-huh. 19 was his final match, right? 
That was in Seattle against The Rock. So that was 2003. Really? Yeah. So his run was very short. So it's it's very difficult to to compare. I mean, Jericho's wrestled for like 30 years. Yeah. ECW, New Japan, WCW, WWE, you know, AEW. He's wrestled all over. He has reinvented himself every time. That's true. So like, it is. It's really hard to find someone who has had the career like Jericho has, you know, and be successful everywhere you went. So, could one day we look back and say Chris Jericho is the greatest wrestler of all time? I'm certainly saying he's in the running. You know what's so crazy? And, like, I've always loved Jericho, but I've been in and out with him. Because there's a point where I'm yeah. like, I'm kind of done with Jericho. Yeah. And, like, he's come back and reinvented himself. I'm like, okay, I'm back in love. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, I don't know what... Okay, before I get into that part, his... Um, sorry. Uh, it was a great match. It really was. Um I don't know how it was on TV, but you could tell that they were talking to each other. A couple uh, times, yeah. Yeah, but he, they did good, man, in, like, the way he was moving. And because he did the lion salt, like, what, twice, three times? I don't remember. I know he hit it at least once. And, dude, it was a great match, but MJF was telling a story inside the ring too because he was working. He's do, he kept on doing the arm bar, yeah, and like just kind of work on his arm, because I thought he was going to go for the Judas effect and and win with that, but yeah. he did hit the Judas effect, but but it was not Judas it, effective. Yeah, that's true. Um, I actually like that though because he can also say you took my move, but you can't. You didn't put me away with it. Yeah. But I don't think he pinned him. I think he did that and then went straight to the arm bar. If, yeah. I, if my memory serves me correct, um, but uh, oh, shit, I forgot where I was going. I don't know. <laughs> well, the story that they were telling was, you know, Jericho's throwing everything that he's got at MJF, but the one thing that he knows can beat MJF that no one has kicked out of is the Judas effect. Yeah. So. That's the one thing that he cannot use in this match. So, of course, he's not going to win. Yeah, he he tried know? it, and it was about to, and then nothing. And a lot of – I saw a few comments where they were like, why was he okay using a bat when the rest back was turned, but not the Judas effect when the back when the back was turned? So, I guess he didn't want to give NJF a reason to, to cry about it or something. Yeah. Had they used it, but also, you know, that's just where the story was going. But – as far as wrestling storytelling goes, it was the best decision because, you know, they built this up for weeks. Oh, I can't wait to see him get his hands on this guy. Oh, my God, you know. But then the stipulation came into play. And Jericho is not above doing a job for somebody. Yeah. If it's if it tells the story and advances another person's career, he'll do it. And M- that's what this was. MJ F won with a submission on Jericho. When's the last time Jericho lost to a submission? Yeah, it's been a while. So, you know, I thought it was a I thought it was a well told story. They did a fine job with it. It makes me nervous what comes next. It does not make for you MJF. Wonder. Not for MJF. 
to vote for Jericho. For Jericho. If like, that's if that honestly, if that was Jericho's last match, that was an excellent swan song. Yes. You, I mean, what better way to go out, right? Mm-hmm. You have the crowd sing your entrance theme. You put on a really good match, and you do the job. That's how it's supposed to be. You know? Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. And, you know, if Jericho wants to come back later, cool. That's fine. But if he wanted to, if he, if he wanted to back out right now and not make, like, a big deal out of it, that was it right there. Mm-hmm. That was it. If that's if that is Chris Jericho's last match, I'm okay with that. I'm more than okay with that because I got to be there live and I got to because be in that crowd. I know there's a lot of people coming in and stuff. Like Jericho, you've you've helped carry this company. I mean, with a lot of people too. But no, were, let's be honest. He was the name. You were the when, name when they him. first started. When they held that first press conference, yes. And Chris Jericho walks out onto that stage and says, "Chris Jericho is all elite, baby." That was it. Mm-hmm. That solidified them as okay. They're they're a serious company. But you know, you've got stars that they're making, stars they already have. And then also, Punk's coming in, and yeah. Punk's younger than Jericho, mm-hmm. and that's the original guy that Tony Khan wanted. Yeah. To for this company, so I mean, Jericho, you could technically step back, and they may get Danielson. So they're getting Danielson. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So. I don't know. I think Jericho's going to probably leave for a little bit, maybe, if he's doing Fozzie stuff. Yeah. But I think when he does hang it up, he's definitely going to do commentary for a while. Because mm-hmm. I don't know deep down if he's, like, holding his cards to his chest and, like, maybe eventually he wants to go to Hall of Fame so he'll sneak over back to WWE. But I don't, like, at this point, like... Does he need to be in the WWE Hall of Fame? No, you don't. No. You don't. You don't. Like, if you're a legend... The only, if the only le- thing that a Hall of Famer gets right now is, like... Ring. A paycheck bonus and a ring. Yeah. Like, cool. I don't know. That may be in his head. You know, that you want to be in the Hall of Fame. Who knows? But you there's know not I mean? a physical Hall of Fame where he's going to be remembered. There's a wrestling Hall of Fame, but there's not a physical WWE Hall of Fame. So it's like, at this point, who cares? Yeah. Like, Batista didn't even want to go into the Hall of Fame this year. Because he was like, there's no crowd. I don't want to not do that. Yeah. So... I think he's going to come back on commentary. He does great on commentary. And that's one of the things that I'm curious about. Will he be on Rampage this week as part of that four-booth commentary? We will see. Yeah. So, MJF wins. Well, after they after he won, like they start playing his music and they cut it off Yeah, quick. they cut it off immediately. Like, whoops, we're not supposed to do that. Yeah. I guess there was kind of like a, hey, let's... Uh, Technically, it don't matter. He lost. Yeah. Um, one of the things we didn't talk about during this uh, dynamite was uh, the John Moxley promo. Holy hell! Yes, he ripped on Kenny Omega, saying you need an army to protect you from the elite. losing that belt. All the elite Christian talked about Hangman Page Hangman having Pro- high school issues. Yeah, Moxley, a, a or I'm sorry, Christian was a should have stayed retired guy. Yeah. Um. And that's the crazy part. I know he's cut promo, but he's great friends with Christian. Yeah. He was trying to bring Christian in to AEW. Oh, nice. Uh, but, yeah, that was cool. And then he started his aim on Daniel Garcia. Mm-hmm. It's like, you want to be all elite? You want to be on this company? Well, you know what? During the dark times, I carried this company on my back yeah. and stuff. But you want to be this? Okay, I'll give you a, a shot at the big time. I'll let you have a match with me. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a good match, I think. Yeah. But all in all, dude, this Dynamite was... Kick-ass. It was great. It was an amazing experience. And 
every comment that I've read was like, dude, the crowd, the crowd, like it made it so much better. So Online fact, too? Yes. A lot of people said that? Yes. So the fact that like we were part of that crowd. That makes my heart happy. There, it's like, that was awesome. That really makes my heart happy because I've never been like, maybe like a mania, but I've never been like part of a crowd where like, this crowd's awesome. You yeah. feel this energy. Every... Every video and every review that I've read, they're like, the Houston crowd brought it. Because even Dave Meltzer was like, basically he said, like, the AEW footage, like, didn't do it justice. Yeah. And, and it didn't. Like, you got to hear, like, the, the, the videos of yeah. people in the crowd. Like, yeah. that was crazy. Because I went, because when we got home, I went back and listened to it. And I was like, God, it wasn't, it wasn't as, it's not sounding as loud as it actually was. Mm-hmm. I mean, during the Sting match, it was deafening. Like, it was one of those, it's so loud that, it, like, you feel it in your body. Uh, like, when you go to a concert and the music is, like, so loud, it like, you feel it in your body. It was that. I never do this, like, often. Like, if I'm so excited, I throw my hands up. But yeah. it got me so excited for the Sting and Darby match and, like, all the <laughs> shit. Like, I was jumping up and down. Yeah. I'm a 33-year-old guy jumping up and down. You fucking mark. About wrestling. Yeah. Like, what? I'm not saying I'm old or anything. I'm just saying, like, this... This adult, this man over here is jumping up and man down child. for some fucking wrestling. <laughs> man child, boy. I am. I'm a, I am. I'm a mark. I am a mark. And you're a mark. We're both marks. Yep. We're the Mark Brothers. Yep. This is the Mark Podcast. Two brothers marking as hard as they can. Uh. But, yeah, we had fun. And then that led into some more elevation. It did. Which. Yeah, we stuck around. and Yeah. Anthony it. Bowens versus Dante Martin. Mm-hmm. Um. No spoilers. Oh, can't say it. I mean, we can. We'll just but... say the matches. We won't say who wins. Yeah. That was good. They were... The crowd was... The crowd was exhausted yeah. after the um, Jericho-MJF match. There's going to be matches I'm going to forget, but I'm just going to say the big ones. Uh, we had TH2 two. Two with the Blade mm-hmm. versus Best, best friends. friends, which is cool. I'm glad we got to see Orange Cassidy and Best Friends. Yes. That was awesome. Uh, I feel like there's another one I'm missing before the main event. It's private Party versus two of Booker T's guys. Yeah. Will All Day and... Uh, Ed, uh, Edron Stone. Stone, yeah. Ed Stone, Edron Stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, popping for Will All Day, this crowd. Yeah. And then the uh, the main event, uh, Lucha Bros. Oh, I'm sorry, Death Triangle. Yeah. Versus Dark Order. You traitor. Uh, okay, I got to tell you about the experience. What traitor. happened? Okay, so I like both these groups, right? And um, and Andrade was there as well. Andrade, yeah, he's close. So He, he was, walked right in front of yes, us. Yes, 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 yes. So I love Dark Order. I love Death Triangle. I got caught by Colt Cabana in the crowd. He saw because I was wearing that shirt. His eyes started David sir. Colt. Because I was doing a zero, miero. how you say it? Zero. Zero. I got to say it right. Zero. Zero. Miero. Miero. Close. Uh, <laughs> and he, he was like, what are you doing? He like pointed at me. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I felt so bad. I let Colt down. <laughs> and through this whole match, I'm like, He's I like, can't. even wearing my shirt. Through the whole match, like, I can't cheer for Death Triangle anymore. I can't do this. I can't do this. Like, I can't. I let him down. And it was a great match. It was a fun match. How dare you? Um, very. It was highly entertaining. The crowd was for both teams, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dark Order lost, and 
Oh, I just did a spoiler, did I? You did. Whoops. That's it. It's worth checking out, especially because of what happens at the end. Sorry. How dare you? How could you do that? But so, I, 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 um, all in all, 10 out of 10 would recommend going to an all elite wrestling show if it comes to your area. Cause holy cow, we just spent an hour and 10 minutes talking about it. And holy shit, hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> That's awesome. It was everything you want in a wrestling show action, more action, hot crowd. It was great. For show, for show, for show, for And show. I just realized I closed down my WrestleMania or SummerSlam tab. Oh shit! I'm giving you a second to pull that up. Let's Man, talk boy. about SummerSlam. Summerfest. Summerfest. Okay, so before we do that, Rampage is this Friday. Yes or no? CM Punk shows up. Yes. Yes. I'm yes. yes as well. Um, because what was that thing they showed? That promo about Ken Darby. Dave been teasing but so they, much. they they word it differently this time he's he's getting closer to becoming best in the world something along those and lines kenny omega was wearing a chick magnet shirt which was hilarious i feel like they're gonna go darby allen punk first then omega and punk yeah we'll see all right we got to hear those picks we've got to hear those picks we got to hear, to those, hear picks. those picks yeah it's just such a weird angle Um, Woo woo! Eva Marie versus Alexa Bliss. God, who cares? Um, why? I don't know. Alexa Bliss Uh, wins. Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Drew McIntyre. Drew Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. Veer and Shanky Shanky. are barred from ringside. What if Shanky hands a shank to Jinder Mahal? It's to Shank, but he can't fight him because he has a shank. And then Drew McIntyre has a sword, so the shank's not going to do any good. There you go. I'm going Drew McIntyre. Uh, Jinder Mahal. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Edge versus Seth Rollins. Huh. That's interesting. I know you've been following SmackDown closely here. Oh, yeah. Totally. Totes. (laughs) Um, Seth Rollins. I'm going to go Edge. Usos versus Ray and Dominic for the SmackDown Who Tag has Team titles? Championship. Huh? Who has the titles? The Usos. I'm going to go with the Uggos. Uggos? Uggos. Okay, well, I'm going to pick the Usos. Oh, speaking so, of, since we go the Uggos, we said that. You know Fandango's name on Independence? Fandango. Dirty Dango. Oh, God. That's his name. Oh, God. Why? I don't know. He has shirt. There's shirts on Pro Why? Wrestling Tees. I'm gonna get you a Dirty Dango shirt. He's probably Lord. gonna do a lot of pelvic thrusting. Yeah. AJ Styles and Omos versus RK Bro for the dude, Raw Tag Team titles. RK Bro all the way, dude. RK Bro. I I will say this. I was I didn't know where they were going on Raw with that, but I was so happy that they got together because I was like, fucking Orton just gave him an RKO last week, and yep. guess what? They're done. Yep. But they're back together, and I don't know where they're going to go after AJ and Omos. But let's see. Sheamus versus Damian Priest, United States title. Damian Priest. Damian Priest. 
Uh, I'm going to go with Sheamus. I feel like John Morrison and The Miz are going to get involved so that this feud that has been going on since January can continue just a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, It's been going on since the Rumble. Damn. Which led to Bad Bunny and the WrestleMania match. Like, they're still feuding. Still. Uh, Bianca Belair, champion, versus Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bianca Belair. I'm going to go Bianca as well. Triple threat match. Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, Nikki A.S.H. for the Raw Women's Championship. Nikki Ash. I'm going to go that as well. WWE Championship match. Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Oldberg. Oldberg. You're so Oldberg. Um... Bobby Lashley. I'm What's go. his name? Bobby Ashy? No. You are not that writer. Don't be better than that. I am better than that. I was just trying to take a <laughs> shot at that. Sorry. Bobby Lashley is my pick to retain. And finally, Universal Championship match. Main event. John Cena, 16-time world champ. Going up against the head of the table, Roman Reigns. Dude, I feel like Roman Reigns is going to beat him, and then John Cena is going to go back to acting and... I hope I don't I don't want Cena to get hurt, but I hope Roman just beats the shit out of Cena. <laughs> like, like for love of God, have one of your main players be a main player and Don't win. put the belt on Cena. Yeah. He's a part timer. Like I don't I don't mind if John Cena becomes a seventeen time world champion if that's what you're trying to do. But don't do it at the expense of Roman Reigns. Like you've been spending all this time building him up. Like come out, have him do what he did to Edge and Daniel Bryan. Just beat the pulp out of them and be done with it, you know? And there's probably going to be one or two matches that they add to the card on Friday for SmackDown or the kickoff show. So be on the lookout for that. But as far as the rest of that goes, those are some great picks. Those are some great picks. Those are some great picks. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Man, we were so excited for that we're shit. So, yes, WWE Talk. We are exclusive now. So... Did you want to talk about TakeOver? Yeah, we'll talk. We'll give a little preview. We don't have to give our predictions or anything like that, but here are the, here are here's some of the here's my predictions. Okay. Adam Cole is going to leave NXT, and you he's going to so? show up on AEW oh the next my week. God. It's going to be Adam Cole dressed as CM Punk. Oh, God. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. All right, let's see. Million Dollar Championship. If Grimes loses, DiBiase must become... Ted DiBiase must become... L.A. Knight's butler. L.A. Knight versus Cameron Grimes. That's, L.A. Knight's win. That's weird. Uh, oh, this Stuff. one's going to be good. Because this one's taking place on Sunday. Yeah. SummerSlam's taking place on Saturday. We're going to see Volter versus Isla Dragunov for the oh, NXT yeah. UK Championship. Yeah. That I'm one should that. be... That should, that should be amazing. Hopefully they can live up to the hype of the first one. I kind of want to go back and rewatch that match because it was insane. Um, Walter has held the title for over 860 days. Because he so, hasn't really been defending it that much. Well, that's true, too. And it's like, who are we going to put this on? Yeah. We'll see. Okay, so my question is, if they are reworking nxt oh they are are they reworking nxt uk oh they are uk I too i don't know maybe i just know not a whole lot of people are watching it uk or regular nxt yep both yep 
Wow. So apparently Vince wants to go back to pre-recording episodes of uh, NXT, and the USA Network were none too pleased about that announcement because they're like, that is not what we paid for. We paid for live broadcast. Look, I don't want w- WWE to go down, but this fucking old man will not <laughs> fucking budge. His own company. So I want him to keep on turning the <clears throat> screw and say, fuck you, people. I'm doing what the fuck I want. And then USA is going to be like, you know what? We're done. Yeah. And then you find someone else. Yeah. If that ever you happens. You want to go to Fox, you go to Fox. Dude, if that happens, I'm going to be super shocked. It's like, USA's been your home for years. Mm-hmm. Decades. And you fucked it up. Yep. Except for that small run where they are on TNN. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, let's see. NXT Women's Championship Raquel Gonzalez against Dakota Kai. Cool. Should be interesting. Um, two out of three falls match. Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. The first match will be a traditional one-on-one match. Second fall will be a street fight. Third fall, if necessary, a steel cage match. What should happen is Cole's gonna, or I'm sorry, Kyle O'Reilly's gonna. He win. should win. Kyle O'Reilly should win yeah. if if Adam Cole's on his way out. Yeah. And then the uh, main event. Karrion Cross, Samoa Joe for the NXT Championship. With we are, uh, yeah, we know where they're going. Yeah. Like Karrion's like doing like stuff on Raw with Jeff Hardy, so um, I feel like Joe's gonna take the belt. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he's on Raw. He likes it Raw. It should be interesting to see. Oh, we'll see how it all plays out. Um, what were your thoughts on the on the screenshots of Edge from uh, 2K22? It looks good. Um, yeah. I want to see more. I think. They're going to show some more things this weekend for SummerSlam and, like, AEW, uh, sorry. <laughs> God, what a mark. Uh, NXT uh, TakeOver. But um, we're getting close to October. Yeah. And usually... It was usually around SummerSlam. October. Huh? It was usually around SummerSlam when they do, like, roster reveals or yeah, so previews. And that's when we learned about te- Predator Technology <laughs> 2.0. Basically... Predator, Predator Technology 2.0 is just the uh, Randy Orton's little it's hand better. motion. It's better um, than the first one. So, uh, I don't even know where I was going with all this. Um, oh, so yeah, they're going to show some more. And hopefully the game will be good because I read an article saying that they're using newer technology. Yeah. And, you know, one of the complaints for years is... There's people who don't look good year after year after year. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, um, so I think they're stepping that up too, along with like mechanics, because it's supposed to be all new mechanics. Yeah. Uh, and with like, cause last game twenty, like I was so excited for certain people, but like Trent Seven did not look like Trent Seven. Yeah. And like other people too. It's like that's sad. That person does not look like that. It's like, it's like a creator wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Yep. We will. And, uh, let me see. Cause battlegrounds last year did not cut it. No, not at all. Um, let's see if there were any hot topics of anything. Hot pockets. Yeah. WWE wanted Mike Tyson for SummerSlam this year. Why? Oh Lord. Who knows? He's part of the inner circle. Yeah, he is. So you can't you, you can't have him. Um, I don't know. You got anything? I I'm trying to think. Molly Holly's back with WWE full time. Yeah. Her. So is Davari. Hmm. 
Uh, but backstage wise, Arya or not Arya, but Sean Devar. I think. Oh my God, we've got another con. DJ Valentino Khan to perform at SummerSlam 2021. Is he related to Nick Khan, the Khan um, artist from Connecticut? I doubt it. <laughs> uh, there's only one true Khan around here. Yeah. That's Nick Khan. Khan! Mm. Uh, Nick Khan? Did I say Khan. Nick Khan? You did. Tony Khan, sorry. Tony Khan. <laughs> I got Nick Khan in my head. Yeah. Um. So... Look out for Rampage. We're excited about the matches. Hopefully Punk shows up and we can mark out. There you go. Uh, if you have any questions for us, feel free to leave it on our podcast page. If it's podcast, you can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show, if you would please, on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, D, uh, WNS Podcast. Yep. You can follow me on Twitter, DRH Pro, Tyler, Tyler underscore Abear, Abear underscore Mode on Instagram, DRH underscore Pro on Instagram. Uh, we're also on the TikToks, Abear Mode, and DRH Pro. And you can also follow me on Twitch, where I just started playing 12 minutes on uh, Twitch. And you can search DRH Pro. For that as well. So for the podcast crew, I am Dan O'Haran. I'm Tyler Abear. And we will catch you all next week for episode 500. Woo. All right. Love the enthusiasm, Tyler. All right. Y'all have a good one. Bye.